You're listening to But, but First, a Big Brother podcast hosted by super fans Nick, Press, and Jill. Well, I watched all episodes of Big Brother this week. <laughs> Yay, that's, me too. that's the entrance to the pod this week. Yeah. Aren't you happy, Jill? Please clap. <laughs> yeah. No, I do have to say, um, well, welcome all our listeners. It's week three. I'm so proud. So proud of my co-host. Actually, I mean, the words of my son. <laughs> um, what is it? You are worthy and you are pure gold, both of you. I have to say. Thank you. Thank you. I feel it. You got. We were texting. You guys watched pretty much like day of or a day after. It was. I was shocked, honestly. Yep, I was ready for it this week. Did and you guys feel? Like, yeah. Did you feel invigorated by it? No. I okay. I loved. I know. I mean, we can get into the HOH. Con- I felt very invigorated by Sunday's episode because I loved that HOH comp. I thought it was so. Oh silly and fun and i loved that they were just out of the backyard mm, interesting i hated the hoh comp why it was so fun so, i'm well let me just not yeah, break the tie and just i'm sorry i'm team nick on this one <gasps> so here's the <laughs> thank you jill um here's what i did not like I don't it like, yeah, that's fine that they were like on the lot and outside the backyard. I just didn't. First off, it was like a 20 minute long HOH. Oh, it was so long. It was, it was so long. It did not I, need to. Be- I don't like when they do those stupid hokey effects. It I was, was I think I'm a scaredy cat. I was actually scared of, I, if I were there, I would have been screaming. I loved the corny effect of them running into that like oh, wormhole or whatever. I loved it. Oh my God. No. I loved I it. hated it so much. I actually fast forwarded so much of it because I didn't watch it like live at 8 p.m. And yeah, I just, I was like, all right, get on with it. I already knew who the HOH was. So like I was mm-hmm. just kind of wanted to see how it was going to play out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't even understand it. I didn't get it. I didn't think it was what? fun. I loved it. No, that's, that's where I was. I Well, Nick, I mean, representation matters. You Thank you, Jill. Thank you. I mean, like seeing myself on screen as a monster, like that was fantastic. Like my horror culture. Um, but yeah. I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I guess I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying, which was the problem. Oh. But like, I mean, I know it's Big Brother. It just felt like so it's musical chairs, essentially, but there's only one. Re- like, it just felt like people were out so quickly. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt, for all that setup, it felt like such a silly challenge to me. Though- like we're not in the, we're not in the spooky mood right now. Either. Yeah, I mean, I that was going to be my one point was yeah. like, why not wait until if, especially because Big Brother's going to run through October. Like, why not make it? like a later comp but i just liked that it was something different i really liked it being different i liked them being in a different place i liked the dumb effects of of, or i liked the the set dressing and all of that i yeah. i understood the competition <laughs> and um you know it yeah it's not like super complex but like the 
I thought that like it was fun having all those different areas for them running to run to, and it just it was fun to see them like run more than I don't know how big that backyard is. It's not that big, so like yeah. it was fun to see them like run further distances and just the silliness of them having like like when the demogorgon or whatever gets them <laughs> like. Uh, like they then have to they just were like okay and they like jogged into the, and like i think it was what's his name um what's his name L- little guy cory yeah cory uh, he like just kind of like slow jogged into yeah. the wormhole like but i just i thought it was fun and i would have been truly scared because i hate any kind of like haunted house thing and yeah. any kind of like scary character coming up to me i i'm like don't touch me i don't want you near me so i would have been actually scared like heart pumping and i felt for them in that moment hmm. well you know we can all have different views that's yeah great. and that's what makes the pod go round you know we don't <laughs> all agree um but, but, but like well i mean the whole point of this whole scary verse right i guess well not whole point i guess that's why they did it now which yeah, is i know but still no i mean i'm just talking through it myself i'm not saying that oh. to you but oh. no i'm truly just like talking out loud but because mm-hmm. i'm saying all this scary verse stuff and like all these things lead to this whole nether region thing, which like, can someone please explain to me the point of this? <laughs> and, I mean, and I cannot, but <laughs> when they like suck them into the wall, but they can still see them. And I'm sorry, but like, if your like punishment is to be like removed from the game, that's fine that you can still see everybody, but I don't think you should be able to be present at like big things like veto ceremonies and, and, and stuff like that should be your consequence to like not know until you get back. Um, I just don't get it. Like when they take people away, like, okay, they took Jag away. I actually liked that. We got to at least see him and like, we knew it was a positive that he went, but like with Bowie Jane, it's just like, <laughs> Oh, goodbye. And then she comes back randomly later and she's like, I have no information or whatever. Yeah, like, they probably, cause they probably knew they couldn't even give her information. They'd be like, right. Bowie, when you get back in the house, you have to say, and she'd be like, right. Yeah. Rihanna. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, what would be interesting though, to kind of think about the sending people in, um, strategically. So, like you could volunteer to go in because then when you come back, you can put somebody else in theoretically. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, like I want to go in because I want to be able to make sure, you know, Riley doesn't, you know, go get, get to, well, yeah, exactly. Like oh, certain things like that. Like if they, if they, if they continue to do those, the send them in and where they get to choose. I like that they had to choose. I did not like that Jag was trying to be all democratic and was like, let's have a one-on-one with every single oh, person so and, stupid. and see who will volunteer to go. Like, that was just like, what a waste. It did, the one-on-one started season 24, right? Or no, 23? No, 23? I think it was Kyland in season 23. He oh. started all those. I think it was him. I remember he would be like, I want to have a one-on-one with everyone. And I was like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing? And it was like early on in that season. And then everyone just oh. every HOH, like he was like the maybe second or third HOH. And he just carried that on through like the rest of the season. And it was, I found it super annoying. That's really annoying. And now I feel like everyone does it. It's like, it's but like, this was just like an odd, this was just such an odd thing of being like, let's have a one-on-one to see who wants to go to the <laughs> scary verse. 
I just, I feel like the producers once again wanted more out of this twist and it's not delivering. Oh my God. And when they go and lay down in the bed and the special effect <laughs> takes them away. Listen, I hate just, that effect. <laughs> why don't you just have them go into a door? That would make the most sense if they literally walked in through a door that said like scary verse or something. Like, oh, like this they is- had to crawl under. Yeah. Like think it through. It's, it's just so 1990. As a film school grad, I feel like, you know, I've seen all this. I've seen this um, film and I didn't I've like the I've seen this film and I didn't like the ending. But what this ho- annoying or maybe joyful to Praz HOH comp got us was an, a heisome HOH. And truly, I guys, I, I don't even know what to make of him. But like he just he cracks me up. I hate him. I love him. I don't know what to think. Oh, he's such good TV. Yeah. Um, I have to say that we've never had like such an early out straight shooter from a lot of the cast too. Like last week when Izzy was like, cut the bullshit. Um, it, <laughs> I, I find it refreshing, even though it's not great gameplay, it's really yeah. interesting TV and yeah. it sets the game. Like It sets the house gameplay, like makes them play earlier than they normally have. The fact that the house was so divided early out, like, yes, that happens, but it never happens to the point where people are, like, drawing a line in the sand. So I like that he was doing that. I also like that he was like, Riley, you are my target, and I want the house to send you home and teach you a lesson for dividing that. Like, it was just – it was – to to, for people to, like, literally stand up there and, like, call out what they want, I was like, good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was awkward, though, and I have to say, like, yeah, okay, it created this huge division, like, like being pe- people being so straightforward, like, this early on, yeah, it creates this, like, you know, big division in the house early on, but they're still all voting unanimously, and yeah. there's, like, this weird thing where I'm like, how, was, how have their two, first two votes been completely unanimous, and not like a single dissent even just like throw one out there and be like oh no i voted i voted riley out like just to fucking like create some sort of i don't know chaos i mean for that i know that like you know riley even said like oh my alliance they you know since i couldn't get the votes i just told them not to rock the boat like that's fine you know um they weren't going to be able to really like do anything. Plus Cameron was still going to be in the house. So they like, if they want to work with him, they can't be like, well, six of you voted me, like voted for me to go. No, I totally get why. Like, yeah, you're not going to flip the house. If you can't flip it completely. I just think like Sari or someone could have thrown out like one hinky vote just for, I don't know. I don't, it's like weird because then, and I know we're jumping ahead, but like, yeah, this whole huge division thing, but then the hug fest we get on mm-hmm. eviction, and the hug fest after the person leaves the house again. And it's this weird thing where like, there's a clear divide. Why are you guys acting like, oh, but everything's okay now. Let's breathe or whatever. Yeah. Hug. He's nuts. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, I think modern day reality shows, unfortunately, a I, lot of the time. Yeah, I don't think I I guess I wouldn't be able to fake it if I were right. There. I know you wouldn't, Jill. <laughs> no, I mean, definitely not. And Nick, I mean, Nick is handsome, so he would also be yeah. not. <laughs> I, honestly, so our one of our loyal listeners, Emily, shout out, texted me and Jill and was like, Nick, you remind me of handsome. And I was already offended that 
um, John said that his laugh reminded him, reminded him of me. So I was like, no, that's absolutely not true. And then I watched the episode and he's like, I have all the power and now I can do what I, I was like, oh my God, he's me. <laughs> Literally, you two yeah. are evil. I mean, we're not evil. We're just, we're just right. I, okay. I'm sorry. I like, I understand everything everyone is saying. That is like not. I the way he speaks in the diary room is it. actually nothing has made me laugh this hard in ages. <laughs> he has he has this way of talking that yeah. is like he is reading a script and well, I he's a psycho. And I don't understand if it's like he thinks that's um he needs to be like I I, I it freaks me out so yeah. much. Nothing in my speech was untrue. I'm not going to pretend. I won't pretend with her, right? Because she needs to learn this lesson, which is if you are going to be careless, then you have to accept accountability and the consequences of those things. Shots fired, get shots responded to. She, he talks like he's a like a, a teacher, but like a teacher that's like scolding a student. And I, I would be driven crazy. I hate the way he talks. I like the way he talks in the in the diary room, like as a funny. I think it's funny. I hate the way he talks to other people. Yes, yes. It was driving me crazy. I could see why Riley was like, "Oh my god, I hate this guy," and I don't blame her. And it grossed me out the way he talked to most people. It's not that I don't want to work with you. Yeah. Right. It's not that I don't want to work with you. Yeah. I just want to be really transparent Please with you. Do. What's been pretty clear to me is like, you know, we're in week two, and the only person who's mentioning anybody's name is you. I know. Right. And you know that. Of course. Right? And the concern that I have, right, is that if I don't mention you, people are going to be like, what? Like, she she totally said she was going to evict him. Does that make sense to you? I know it sucks to hear it that way. God, he rubs me the wrong way. He really rubs me the wrong way. What can I do to help? Nothing. He preaches honesty and integrity. He's just as guilty as anyone else. Everyone just believes this facade that he puts up. I just don't believe it. I just don't. And here's what I'll tell you. You're not out. You're not out, right? You were playing the veto, right? Especially mm. Matt. He was so condescending oh, to Matt. Yeah. Like, it just made me, I was angry. Does that make sense to you? Like, so <laughs> condescending to Riley. Oh. <laughs> it is so good. He's probably fed up with these young 20-something yes, kids totally. in the workforce who don't want to do anything, and now he can finally take it out without having HR called. I mean, agreed. It was an interesting week because actually, and I think the episode did an okay job last night, but like the house was crazy for a few days. Try Suri and Izzy were really close to flipping the vote. Hmm. Yeah, you were telling us that. Yeah. I know because they didn't not... show. They didn't really show it. She'll give us yeah. the dish. I mean, it's just this is what sucks. Like they have so much to cram into the Thursday night episode, and the the aggressive flipping didn't really couldn't really start until after the veto. So thus, like they have so much to pack into Thursday's episode. But like, so Siri. Okay, well, we can talk about the um, veto speech that I know everyone reacted very poorly to on the show, but I think everyone at home is like, wait, what? That wasn't that bad. Right. But really that is what happened is right after the veto speech, 
where he said, you know, Riley's my target, get her out. I think everyone, especially Suri and Izzy, were like, you can't tell me what to do. Like, it is what you saw on the show. Like, you're not the boss of me. Like, that was just so mean. And I think Riley kind of played up her tears, which was kind of smart um, in that instance. But they went hard and they pretty much almost had everyone. But of course, again, justice, well, not again, but like this week is justice for Mimi because she gets no airtime. But she was one of the only ones in the alliance being like, the math ain't mathing. Like, you guys are stupid. Why would we get rid of... um, Riley, who has all this support right now, like, and then despite our alliance member, like, it was just none of it made any sense. So just finally, after so much talking, like, they finally talked themselves back into getting rid of Riley. But, like, it was a lot of back and forth. And Riley, I don't think, knew she was going home until, like, yesterday. Oh, Oh, wow. Boo-hoo. Won't miss her. Um, No, I'm not going to miss her, but I... It would have made for interesting drama yes. if that And I would have liked to see yeah. a flip and I would have and I don't know that I'm like, you know, I mean Cameron brought us a funny moment this week, but like I'm not sure that I'm like thinking he's gonna be much of a gamer. I don't know. We'll see. So uh, I just like I I don't know. I just don't think we saw on screen what really happened, but it sort of speaks to that Sari truly is running the entire house. Is she like okay well tell me your argument i don't have an argument but when i did see you put that out on the agenda i was gonna put parentheses is she question mark um this is how she does it she she runs it so quietly you don't even realize she's doing it like everyone's looking to her or conferring with you know everyone's checking with her on things she's not actually when she's running it it's not like she's saying we're doing this okay oh that's how she does it on Survivor. Like it was so masterful. I mean, yes, she never won Survivor, but like she was so good at just like very, very, very subtly manipulating people and using her relationships and just getting the upper hand to the point yeah. where she it never felt like, oh, Sari's running this. Gotcha, like she gotcha. Yeah, and I guess I'm more like the like showy. Hi, <laughs> I'm like a high school. I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, um, interesting. Well, I look forward to, you know, being proven wrong. If so, I and I'm not saying that this game won't get the best of her. It's a much different the game than Survivor, and this game is very long. So I do think she's making certain mistakes. But like, mm. even the flip felt so determinant of okay, what is Suri and Izzy? And it's really Suri. I mean, Izzy is just like her, you know. <laughs> um second i mean i don't even know right hand i know i love seeing like first i saw sari with the sparkles on her cheek <laughs> then i saw izzy with the sparkles on her cheek and then i saw felicia with the sparkles on her cheek. <laughs> it's like i saw sari wore sparkles yes. so i wore sparkles no he was Very wearing awesome. them too yeah yes that's true i did see that yeah, yeah. but yeah, like i i do think that Again, like, yeah, she might make some mistakes, but, like, the flip was basically determined by, okay, she wanted to do it so everyone was about to get on board. Then she decided, oh, wait, this might not be the best thing for our game. And then it was like, okay, I do think some people are recognizing it, like, especially after they flipped back to getting Riley Mm. out. 
like, mm. oh man, but they they still want to be in her like for now, her good graces. Um, but I do think it's very subtle. And like even Riley was like, um, just the way she like lied to her about why they couldn't vote for her. It was it was like Pratt said, it was just kind of masterful. It's also kind of interesting, too, because last week when they were getting rid of Kirsten, they were like, she's playing too hard. But, like, she really didn't play that much. And then, like, Sari and Izzy are like, we got to flip. Um, I will I will say this, though, on the topic of Sari. Jared is a flop. I, yeah. Well, I, like, I, I, I forget that he's there. Really? Yeah. Oh, I am very tuned into his presence. <laughs> I, I just forget that he's there I'm, and I'm just like, whatever. Like, I just feel like he hasn't really brought anything at the moment to the game. Do you know about his um, sort of showman's not showman's? No. Well, they talk, Riley mentioned it in her yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Um, not in her goodbye. In the interview, when, when Julie's like, do you know there's a secret <laughs> relationship in the house? And she's like, oh, boy, I think Blue and Jared are, are pretty into each other. Yeah, are into each other. And she's like, it oh. is somebody. And she's like, a romantic one? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Blue and Jared, tell us all about it. They're, no, they're not. It's just they flirt. I think they're bored. They flirt. It's really funny. Blue, like, will look at the camera and roll her eyes when he's, like, talking because he's, like, talked so much. Uh, and um, then he made some questionable comments this week about, like, body count that just Blue kind of, like, was, like, you're gross. Like, get a life. But they just have a very – I think they're just bored and are flirting with each other. But even – it was so funny. Izzy the other day to Sari was like, you know, Jared and Blue are getting really close. And Sari was like, oh, no. Fuck that. Like, Blue is nothing. Like, Jared knows what he's doing. I'm his mama. Like, it was oh. just very funny. Did, um, uh, I don't know. When you say body count, you mean number of sexual partners. Yes. Number of sexual partners, okay. yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of not about how it. Many, not how many people you've killed. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was honestly, I was like, huh. On Love Island, not to pivot too quickly, but on Love Island, they're always like talking about their numbers. Yeah. And it's insane. It's insane, these kids. I'm like, how? How could you possibly have slept with so many people? Like, it's like, it shows well, they did not grow up in the 80s and 90s, I think. But I think that, I mean, Jared is playing a decent game from my perspective because he's being given the Sari protection. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, he might be a flop, but like, actually he's like, he's playing both sides in a bit of an interesting way. And there's some yeah. new alliances to tell you guys about this week that Ooh. like are also interesting with him involved. So it's just like, I mean, he's definitely going to go far, but that's because Sari is going to go Sari, far. Right. But I will yeah. say he's helping her a lot, like by being that middleman between the young yeah. alliance and the oldies. Exactly. So he's yes. been able to relay info. So that's great. Exactly. Um, and speaking of info, I thought it was so funny when Suri was like, oh, we can't I can't really give Bowie Jane any information. She doesn't do well with information. So I'm just going to bring Mimi <laughs> in on this conversation. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. I She's such a interesting and when she was character. like yeah i'll volunteer to go to the like she didn't even volunteer she just like had no opinion she always looks like she's lost i know i don't know what she thinks she signed up for like i truly have no idea <laughs> and wait i'm confused she's a lawyer in real life and she's pretending to be a dj or no. she's also no, a she's, dj wait she's, a she's just a dj no she's, she's a lawyer guys well she's definitely a dj <laughs> well she's she, yeah 
No, in her intro package, it showed her in that like weird like lawyer getup that or judge slash lawyer getup that like even though she's Australian that they wear in the UK. No, I, swear, I forgot. I swear I'm not making You're this right. up. Like, no. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they do the the wigs and the gown and everything. But yeah. she's a DJ. Yeah, she's also a DJ. Okay, yes. so that's where she's getting yeah. her 34 year old. Right. That's where she picks up on the things. Um, And so she and Jared were talking about um, Beyonce, controversially talking about Beyonce and Rihanna and Taylor Swift. And she was like, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift's got so many hits when I'm DJing and they want pop music. I'm always like, I can't believe this is a Taylor Swift song. I know it. And I didn't even know it was her. Like she is just, you know, and then they were I sad to say they were like, Beyonce doesn't write her own songs, so we don't think she's as good as Taylor Swift. And, and I was, was just like, get a new take. Yeah. No, Obviously, we support worst. all. I just yeah. think, I've been saying this for a while, bring back songwriters. Like, I miss when, like, you just had, like, you know, a man writing a song and giving it to a gal and then you got a number one song. And I don't want to hear people talking about their songwriting process. I just want them to go out there and have a good song. I am Yay. looking at Bowie Jane's DJ Instagram. Wow. I thought this was a fake persona. Oh, no. Fake. <laughs> that, that, that get up, that, you know, her turntable motions, you can't fake that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that hair? Yeah, exactly. She kind of looks like a sim. If, if, if you put, like, made a sim be a DJ, that's exactly yeah. what she would look like. <laughs> the day that all the flipping was going on, none oh of God. them were telling Bowie and she would just every time she would walk into the room they would change the subject and Bowie's like yeah nothing's happening today yeah it's been a, been a quiet day isn't it <laughs> her way to like final six yep they always do yeah another floater speaking exactly, of exactly another person who isn't adding much I swear I forget about him every week red has he spoken once? Has he had a conversation on TV at all? He's in the professors. So like when they talk about that, he's like occasionally around. Right. Hmm. But then it was like, oh, uh, Red will protect Cameron if he yeah. plays. So I don't want it. So I was like, wait, I was confused about the alliance. Is that just like in a country alliance or something? <laughs> he's very like it's way different than you would think when he's speaking just like on the feeds and stuff first of all he doesn't really have that accent he just it's like way less pronounced and he's just so calm he's like i think he seems like a chill dude just like yeah. maybe not made for tv which like is funny because you would think with his persona he is yeah, yeah. i really don't get more like this they were trying to portray him as a hillbilly yeah and I get more like woodsy hippie yes from him like yeah. sure Look so, in the battle in the battle of the rednecks. I choose Cameron. Oh, yeah. You you really seem to like Cameron. You know he reminds me of a young Lindsey Buckingham who is from the band Fleetwood Mac. Jill, um, and <laughs> thank you. Man. I just didn't want you to think it was a girl. Um, and it, that's like that's all I see is this young Lindsey because he had this hair, and um, so I think that endears me to him. Well, okay, so like I said earlier, he did bring us one of the funniest moments, this <laughs> which I think we have to talk about. We do. <laughs> you guys were like, I guess Jill was probably way ahead. Nick yeah. was like, 
five minutes ahead of me or maybe three minutes ahead of me in the episode. So we're chatting in our group chat and I get a Denzel Washington <laughs> gif. And I'm like, I don't know what that's about, but okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was so funny when he was, he was like letting, he was like, I'm going to tell you a secret, Jared. I'm convinced. Like that was just, I thought hilarious. It's it was- really, really funny. It was just, it's so weird. And I love that he was saying it to Jared because it sounded yeah. like he was going to be like, oh, I'm going to tell you something. I know what you're up to. And he was just like, yeah. Felicia is Denzel Washington's sister. <laughs> uh, I um, knew about it from like the feeds earlier in the week. I figured it would make the episode, but like it was really funny even when it, ha- I just didn't want to spoil it for you guys. You it's know. so funny. I, uh, I, his, Jared's face was priceless. Like it was just. Yeah. I have a little, um, I have a little like, I don't know if it's a bet or just like something I want to in episode three of our podcast sort of, um, have us each guess that that conversation got me thinking. Okay. Do you think anybody will figure out or they will tell about their relationship before the season is over? Yes, absolutely. Nick? I don't know i think if their back is against the wall mm. like if it's very clear like let's say both of them are yes. up for a nomination or if they're pressuring her let's say she's an hoh and they're like we got to get jared out like blah 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 like and then i i just don't see them being forthcoming with the information unless it's very sealed like hey jared's going home or Suri is going home that's right. the only but i don't see is that Izzy? Izzy knows. Yes. Yeah. Izzy yeah. Knows. I mean, besides Izzy. But like, I don't see her spilling. Oh, the beans. yeah. I don't I, hear her spilling. Oh, I. She could flip in a second if she needed to. Like, I gotta tell you something. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's information, and people yeah. use it. And yeah, I, I do. I think Sari could use it to her advantage. I think Jared could use it to his advantage. And I do see that, like Jared, if he got close to someone, could be like, "I'm gonna tell you something." Yeah. Well, you know, because right now. Izzy knows and Sari and Izzy are close, but like Jared doesn't have anyone close to, you know what I mean? He has Sari, his mom, but like, yeah, I don't know. Plus I do think people could just start to figure it out. They really look a lot alike, like yeah, a lot. So yeah. oh, for sure. And I, I think, think he's good. careless. Yes. With, yes. Remember when he was like, oh, people call me such and such. And they were like, that's what Sari's son's name is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think, you know, it could slip up. I don't think that they will offer up the information. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I also think that, um, and maybe she'll tell Felicia one day. I don't know. They just seem like they have such a close, nice relationship. Yeah, I could see Felicia being her mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's not that. Three de- it's just three, three generations, generations of three. Yeah. Um, well, um, the Twitter sphere calls uh, Izzy and Jared the Fields twins or the Fields. Yeah, I don't. Of- Oh, Sari's last name is Fields. Yeah. That's why they call uh, yeah. her Izzy Fields. Because I yeah. Googled Izzy Fields and like it came up with like a football player. So I just didn't understand it. That's yeah. funny. The Fields yeah, it's twins. Really cute. Yeah. That's cute. Um, so Jill, actually, when you were saying you wanted to talk about the secret relationship, and I said me too, um, we have two different points. My thing is I wish Julie, when she was questioning the uh the voted out house guest, didn't say there's a secret relationship in the house because you automatically think it's a love connection. Yeah. I wish you would say there's a secret 
family member or something in the house. And that way, like you could steer the direction a little bit more instead of it oh, always so they could guess accurately or not guess accurately. But I think is if you were to say, oh, my God, did you hear about that secret relationship? Yeah. You, you think it's a, it's it's people like hooking up. Right. So I just well, think that's, people need to change their like perception <laughs> of the word relationship. Yes. No, yes. no, I, no, I when, no, I was thinking the exact same thing last night. Like, I didn't even begrudge Riley. Like, she immediately thought it was romantic. I'm like, yeah, because that's such a weird way to word it. Like, exactly. so weird. Like, Julie, yeah. we know you listen. So <laughs> please just start saying, like, there's a secret family member like, or yeah. however. What do you call what family members? There's a secret in the house between two of the guests. Like, I don't know, something. Or, like, like two can... of the people know each other, you know. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, um, but leading with relationship it's just odd it's uh, really weird i just think it's like dumb it's not even i don't think they're even trying to do anything they're just being dumb I yeah don't know. with uh you know we're now two weeks in is there who would you align with that you know like if this was like let's pretend there was no like professors and young people okay. but you're just kind of like oh i would want to work with this person it would be for me because it's me it would be Sari because I'd be fan yeah. and I'd want to work with her and I would not want to mm. like miss the opportunity to. And I would know that like, oh, it's going to end badly for me and I'll be <laughs> out. But, like, it would be such an honor for me. Um, but again, that's because you, when you're going into the house with anyone who you like remotely know, like from something yeah. like, you know, that's how it is whenever there's an alum in the Big Brother house and she's essentially an alum. Yeah, that it's like she's different than one of these normal people. If if Sari weren't in the house, I don't, I I don't know, I don't know. I think I'd probably try to align myself with a really athletic person because mm. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I do think I'd be ultimately probably align myself with Izzy as a as the number one ally. I mean, it's just sort of inevitable. <laughs> I it's so interesting because I forgot about Sari being like an alum, and I was like, oh, I would want to be with somebody athletic. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would do like really well with like verbally aligning with Mimi as far as yeah. like, information goes. Um, I would want to have like Matt in my corner for like athleticism. And then I think Sari yeah. for just like the understanding of the game and the politics and the, and everything that goes into playing the game. Like, I think also from like a social perspective, I up until this week, basically. But I think Jag, like, I think at first I'd be, like, attracted to his social personality. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I thought going in, just, like, um, seeing the face, I was like, oh, I think I'll like Jag. And yeah. He's, like, I like him. I liked him better week two than week one, but I do agree with, like, Nick with the him being too, like, I don't know, political about his choices and stuff. Um, speaking of Matt, you know what we didn't talk about? Oh, my God. The veto oh, competition. The veto. First of all, this is – I need to look up his last name because we are a Matt podcast through and through. And I want First and foremost, <laughs> before we are Americans, we are Matt fans. Like, I feel so um, – I don't know what it is. Like, I just love him. I, I Googled Matt podcast. <laughs> 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 it's Matt Klotz. 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 We are the number one Matt Klotz podcast. Wait, wait, wait. wait what's like his last name? 
It's clots. like clots with an O. Yeah. Clots. clots. Oh, like blood clot? Mm, but with, with a K. K. And oh, a Z. okay. Okay. Ooh, a Z. Of course my man has a Z. Z. And I don't even begrudge him liking Riley. Like he was so cute. He like had a little I crush cried on her. after she left. Oh, I love a sensitive he, man. I know. And he's so sweet. And he's not mad at anyone who like let her go. They were like, we had him and Jag today were like, we have to figure out how to shout out Riley every day. <laughs> oh God. No, that I don't like that. You need to let I them go. Know. But I just okay, so you know, obviously the diary room thing happened last week. They did improve upon the this week, but the veto competition was like literally an audio competition. And then like Nick, do you want to sort of talk about the rumors? So it was an audio competition, and as we all know, Matt is hearing impaired. And the he was chosen and the feeds were down for 18 hours after the veto competition. And that's like just very especially for like a very produced veto competition. Like it's not like they were, you know, needed to like close the back door. Like I Right. It's not like they needed to close the backyard or anything. It just was it was very weird to have it closed. So we're just kind of like, okay, that's weird. And so then we're watching the episode and we're like, how are they having the deaf guy compete in an audio competition? And then they don't show his time results. That was really fishy. They only showed the top three and they've never done that. So the rumor is he performed so poorly that they didn't show um, his results. And there was like some sort of like kerfuffle after the veto, like after the veto competition on the feed. So that's why they were cutting the feeds. And anytime anybody brought up him and the veto competition during the live feeds, they cut it. I totally believe it. Oh, absolutely. And let's not forget about the propaganda that was placed in EW on. Oh my God. On Monday about all the, all the things that they're doing to make the the house and game more accessible to him. And they were specifically showed photos from the veto competition, but that was just to get ahead of any of the things that were going to come out of this veto comp. I just do not understand why you went through the, you went to the trouble of casting someone (laughs) who is hearing impaired, who's deaf, whatever you want to say. And like, why not and why make that the competition and then why like, how about you have a competition on deck maybe if he hadn't gotten chose for that veto great do that competition he got chose for that veto though and it's not like when christmas broke her ankle or whatever and they were like yeah you can stay in the house but you're gonna like be at a disadvantage for some of these competitions like you know that going into it or whatever you know it's not yeah. the same thing he's coming in with this impairment and like people like they need to be making at least some accommodations this is ridiculous right absolutely and somebody on twitter was like well yeah he did poorly in this competition but anybody like they were like but that's just like anybody performing poorly in a competition and it's like no no, the difference is like there should be a a level baseline that everybody can compete at you it's determined on if you can solve the clues or not not if you can actually hear or see, right. you know, right. like, yes, Christmas broke her house, her foot in the game. And the choice was stay in the game and be impaired or leave. Right. And it was like, it, it, it's just a different thing. And um, so anyway, like, 
it's just weird. It's interesting to see. Obviously, um, he got up and left the eviction room, the you know, the eviction diary room on Thursday with easily, you know, he actually left before Julie even said thank you. I and you know, we don't see her, so I wonder if she like waves at him or something, like, you know, like, all right, goodbye. Um, no, they, don't. they always say you look beautiful tonight, Julie. So they, they don't be able to see her. No, no. They so they see her in the living room. They don't. Oh, see her. and they're like uh, waiting to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, I noticed her like enunciating more. I thought. To him. Well, yeah, I think so. They obviously fixed something from last week. I think I thought I could tell that they had turned up the volume of Julie maybe uh, for his when he was there. But yeah, there was a bunch of old players have been like. Cl- clarifying that they don't that that's what happened with the diary room stuff last week is that you know they don't see anything and like they don't even see a producer it's just a voice oh see, i've yeah. always thought that they've been able to see her because no. they're always like hey julie you look so good yeah, exactly. yeah that's just because they saw her in the living room oh <laughs> wow <Well>, jill I- <laughs> Really breaking down Big Brother for you. Yes. Um, they could have a light or something. Like, they should have a light to let the person know you're yeah. on air now. Like, yeah, you're agreed. being recorded. But we, I just, yeah, I just love, I, you know what? I think Matt's in a really good place in the house right now. People really like him. Riley's gone. I think he's going to do well for a while. Okay, well, good. Yeah. But his girlfriend ain't. <laughs> yep. Riley was sent packing won't miss her um uh, i did think cameron looked really cute with his cowboy hat though sitting next to her um but you guys the hugs hugs it it was like it was almost like in slow motion not only was riley hugging every single person every other person was hugging every other person too and then heisam had the nerve to not only hug like not just hug her once hugged her the last to be the he was the last person she hugged on the way out the door too. It's so weird, and I, I gotta say the amount I I don't know the amount of like skin to skin contact because she was wearing like I guess a dress or whatever so like her part of her back was exposed and people were like hugging her and like rubbing the skin of her back. I don't know why oh. I find it too intimate. It's and not, also you could not. hear everybody doing like the, the pound on the back pat, pat, pat. and it was yeah, really it was- hurting my ears. I didn't like it. It was too close for comfort. And then they were still hugging after she left. I saw yeah. Heisam and Jag were hugging and like everybody was hugging Matt and just like get away from him. He's mine. And it was just like, <laughs> it was just too much hugging. Too much. Yeah. Too much. I, uh, I, we- um, I just, I, I said this to you guys yesterday, but I'm not even joking. Producers need to put a stop to it. Like yes. from a production standpoint, they should have X amount of minutes to leave that house. Like to like not, and it should be very short because they got to keep the show going. Exactly. So like, like tell them you have to exit. Like yeah. I, I think that's something they could do. They yeah. absolutely could. Remember yeah. who? Remember a couple seasons ago where the guy just got up, walked over the table, and left the left yeah. the house. Yeah. That's how you do it. That is how you do. But then there's also the shout outs. The shout outs. You'd you'd walk out. Oh, absolutely. Like, also, what would you do if you just refused to leave? (laughs) I wonder what you do. Julie would be like, um, I want to see, like, she would go to commercial and they would, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, 
I, I like if somebody was like, I'm not going, it's not fair that I'm voted out, you know, like, again, I'm manifesting me. Um, but and then so it's like if you could kill either the hugs or the or the shout outs when people are evicting, you can only kill one. Which would you do? Shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah, the shout outs have to go. They really do. They're so they're so annoying. They're not. They don't even. They're barely audible sometimes. They're, I know because they're, they're like out the door. Like I'm just, I'm just saying happy birthday to that, and I'm like, what? <laughs> how do you remember? Like, how do you even know what day it is? And like, yeah, ran it out. They're literally like, okay, well, I know on this day it's going to be closest to my mom's birthday, like this eviction. <laughs> I really think because they have nothing else to do. I think they're planning the shit out. Um, so with Riley going so obviously she was the first hoh of the season and literally famously last week i said oh it's really good to be the first hoh because you get to make as many friends and alliances um it had me thinking prize and jill and listeners is it actually maybe not a great idea to be the first hoh because i'm i'm curious how many first hohs have been sent packing the next week and how many have actually made it to the end? Well, I I crunched those numbers for you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, um, from yeah, we talked about it like week one with everyone just being like, I'm throwing the comp. I don't want to be HOH this week. I don't want. And we were like getting annoyed with people. It is not a bad thing to be HOH week one. It okay. is not. Now, it is in recent big brother history it it maybe isn't the best thing but looking at the full big brother catalog um not counting season one because there was no hoh and in season one like it's not a bad thing and i ha- i have the numbers for you so and did you take into account ott or is this strictly like main B? no ott no celeb right. okay good yeah just main big brother and no season one so, um, first of all, do you guys know how many HOHs there have been in 24 seasons? Oh, my God. Wait. No, this... sorry. First HOHs. Not oh, oh. HOHs. Sorry. Wait. Wait. Not what? 24. Yeah. Oh, well, because Jace and Janelle were dual HOHs in season oh, seven. God. So, and... and there was, what? Another season that happened, too. Oh, was, okay. That weird couple so scene. So there have been 26 HOHs in 24 seasons. Oh. In 25 seasons. Sorry. Okay, good to know. Yeah, because if you count season one, it's tr- but there were no HOHs. But yeah, up to season 25, we've had 26 HOHs. There was also like Frankie Grande, like maybe was it, but then got dethroned or something. Like there are oh. those weird seasons, but those officially don't count. Okay. There were two seasons where they had dual hohs so i have to take those things into account too because it's like in that case it's it's two hohs but like who goes you know maybe only one person home that week or the next week so um going back to i guess the hypothesis of like is it bad to be hoh week week one um so looking at my numbers sorry um so 19.2% of week one HOHs have gone home week two. Oh, that's but that bad. only 7.7% were evicted second. 
Meaning, hmm. okay, well, one person was expelled, Willie. That's 3.8%. And 7.7% went home week two, but they weren't the second person to leave. Like, Alex and Amanda, who were dual HOHs week one in season nine, they were actually the fifth and sixth people evicted from the house. But because of the way they used to do Big Brother and the whole move-in thing, it was considered week two when they went out. Oh, yeah, you're right. It wasn't really week two. So to me, they don't really count, but I did count them in, in that overall number. And like, really, I think the true week two, um, evictions is Riley and Frenchie season 23 everyone else like Willie I don't consider that an eviction it was it was he was expelled and Alex and Amanda you know that was like they were the fifth and like that's not shabby like being that getting that far I think even though yes it was week wasn't Jace didn't Jace do it twice though like he was the first HOH on his season and then went home next and then he was the first but he both times he got evicted pre-jury. Okay, gotcha. So he never made it to jury. And so that's that's another stat I have. Um, I will say, if you're HOH week one, you have a 65% chance of at least making jury. Wow. Only 35% wow. of week one HOHs didn't make it to wow. jury. Wow. So that's like think- two-thirds. Yeah. yeah. And I, 21%. Sorry, Joe, what were you going to say? No, I just think Riley really, she had almost in such a way an easy, especially HOH week one, because she didn't even pick the nominees. Right, so it's like, I know. really, I don't know. She really effed it up. I guess. Or it's just this new big brother where they think right. if you have power early on, you're a threat. We got to get you out. Because, I mean, yeah. Daniel went home. Uh, he was the first HOH in oh, season 24. God. And he didn't go home second but he went home pre-jury so it is like three seasons in a row that the first hoh has gone home pre-jury but um 21 percent of week one hohs went on to win the season wow wow 31 percent went home with prize money either they were runner up or america's fave that's so interesting so i would say if you're in the house and it's week one and you have a chance to win HOH, I would take it. I don't think your odds are that bad. Wow. Nick, you heard press. Exactly, exactly. Now, what's the percentage prize of women named Jody who never got to actually even <laughs> enter the <I> house? Know. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> Um, thank you for crunching those numbers. Yeah, that was amazing and so informative. Yeah, um, well, Jill found a tweet that was helpful in getting me started, but then I, I found um, a series of Wikipedia pages that was more helpful, especially because that tweet was inaccurate. It said that in season 19, Cody didn't make it to jury, but he actually did. He was the first juror um, oh. and he was the first HOH. So like, interesting, you know, you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to crunch the numbers, <laughs> Twitter verse, you really yeah. got to or, or come to the experts. We've been crunching numbers now for 18 seasons. So it's yeah. true. It's true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really want to talk about the upcoming next week, HOH comp. But before we get into that, um, you know, we do have a new reigning HOH, Ms. Felicia, uh, Felicia, and she really wants to backdoor Heisem. 
Yeah. Um, right now, she says she's going to probably nominate Jag and Cameron. And this was actually funny. She was like, Cameron is a pawn. And she's like, but Jag's no pawn. I just can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a- as of recording, um, the nominations are official. Um, the feeds just came back. So those okay. are the two that are nominated, Cameron oh, and wow. Jag. Oh, wow. But so I just, so I've seen two schools of thought on Twitter talking about it. Like, and I get it, especially with like how annoyed they are at Heisem. I mean, they truly just are annoyed at him by now. Like they just are sick of him. So they want to get rid of him. They want to backdoor him. They think it'll be great. He thinks he's so safe. Like literally all day today, he's like, oh, it feels so good. I'm so safe this week. Like blah, blah, blah. Because of obviously because of the professors. But but, you know, they're like, we're going to blindside him, whatever. But then some people are like, why would you do the blindside? Exactly. He's it's so loyal. He's, he's a number. And he's, well, for us, he's good TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, I think it's so stupid to be like, oh, let's get rid of the one person who's annoying in our alliance so early. Because, again, it's a number. At least get rid of a few more people from the other side. Because otherwise you're just going to be going back and forth and back and forth. And you don't know what next week's going to look like. One of the younger people could win it and Heisen would be a number or Heisen could be somebody that they they take out. Also, that's the thing. He's always going to be a huge target. So let let him be your shield. Exactly. Like Felish, he's not your problem. Felish also today, like when she was having her one-on-ones, of course, she is telling everybody this plan. And I just think it's going to blow up. It better. I hope he gets picked and I hope he wins it and they can't do it. The issue is... He if it does if he doesn't get um spoiled, he's gonna throw the veto because he feels like he's been winning too much. Oh yeah. so it's interesting. So like if this it whole would plan be a good opportunity then because Right, exactly. That's what they think. They're like, he already is in this mindset of like, I can't win because he's won all the, the. There was a tweet that was like, just to be clear, the only people in the house who have won competitions are Heisem and Felicia. What was the HOH that she won? It's we don't know. You know what? No, I, I mean, I have an idea. You know what those ones where they kind of like, this is what I think from what I what I heard last night. Like when they golf and try to hit a number. Okay, yeah. I did see a little screen cap of yeah. something and I was like, what? I think it's like that um, because they kind of kept talking about numbers and like they were like, you got 53. And like, like so I think it was one, like I think it was um not a crapshoot, but that kind of game. Like a closest without going over. Kind of, yeah, something like that, like a number thing. Um, So, like, it's going to be a really interesting week. I mean, yeah, Heisem, as of right now, has literally no idea, but they are sick of him. Oh. Um, Yeah, I would not – I would keep him. Um, Yeah. I don't think that it's it's good. And, you know, it really brings me back to – Big Brother season six, when Howie was HOH and he nominated James and Sarah, who were two members of his alliance. And it, was, and it kind of set the path for some yeah, bad stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And and it's like, yeah, you can do that, but not when the other team can still gain power, like can still gain votes. 
Yeah. We and should um so funny because when I was looking at our notes for this episode and you guys last night, I wanted to tell the audience this is ultimately gonna turn into a Big Brother Six podcast today. <laughs> yes, well, uh buckle up because yeah, next buckle up, week, baby. Next week we are getting the pressure cooker HOH comp, which has not seen the light of day since the summer of 2005 when Kaser and Jennifer faced off for 14 hours. I gotta say though, why did Julie tease it this week when we were, we were heading into an HOH? So I was like, oh, they're gonna play that one. And then she's like, next week. I'm like, oh, I, okay. I know, it's very weird. I also don't love that they're, they haven't been doing the HOH comps on Thursdays, oh, yeah. especially when they have all the hugging that they need to show. Like, cut the hugging, show us HOH. Um, exactly. So, yeah, it was confusing, but obviously it's the only time she can do a shout-out, so Thursday to yeah. Thursday. But yeah. let me set the stage, Jill, oh. since you famously have not watched season six. So, But but I will tell the viewers, listeners, that I did watch two YouTube clips that YouTube <laughs> provided me. So yes. I, I do have a basis now for what you're about to tell me. Okay, so... Um, going into the pressure cooker HOH the week before the house guests found out that the previously evicted house guests were, would have a chance to get back in the house. America was voting and Kaser got 82% of the vote. Yeah, he did. He (laughs) walks in and they immediately do the pressure cooker HOH competition. Now, Howie couldn't compete. Janelle wasn't taking it seriously, as you saw in that clip. She was like dancing around, like it was just like, come on, and like do you, you know? And she won um, a prize. She won a prize. She won a prize. She won a you know lifelong subscription to Netflix, the leading DVD internet you know retailer, and a forty-two inch TV. And they were all pissed. They were so mad. They were so mad. It was so funny. Um, and so as the people are dropping out, Jennifer, who's in the Nerd Herd Friendship Alliance, is like, oh, come on, guys, like I, I'll do anything. Like you have my word. I will not nominate you. I won't, I will not backdoor you, Kaser. I the plan is to get rid of James, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna backdoor James. I'll even nominate people from my own alliance. I'll put Maggie up, like blah, blah, blah. And Kaser is like, you know, he just came back in the house. And you're like, you're as a viewer, as this was happening, you're like, Kaser, do not do it. We just got you back in the house. We need you to stay yeah. and do this. And after 14 hours, he just goes, hey, Jennifer. And he's like, you're welcome or whatever. And like takes his finger off the buzzer and she wins. And it's so infuriating because you know exactly what's going to happen. She yeah. doesn't stick to her word. She nominates um, uh, Rachel and Janelle. And her plan is to backdoor Kaser. And this sets off a huge fight in the house. It's the night when like Bo is calling her polyester hair and Howie has to like drag her out of like uh, the rooms and everything. And it's insane. And it's just like, it's so annoying because he he gave it up and it really became the downfall of that you know what could have been season six but it also did have janelle with her back against the wall every week like having to fight so it was uh you know good tv it's just that the friendship alliance is so annoying 
But then Jill, this all leads into, so Kaser goes home and then Janelle immediately wins HOH. And that's when we were reenacting that nomination speech last week. That's, that's what follows. Also, famously, really <laughs> is that when, and here, maybe you'll cut this, but did Jennifer throw the HOH key or did Janelle yeah. throw the HOH? Yeah, okay. So here. Oh, no. really Jennifer like threw it on the ground. Yeah. And Janelle, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, so Kaser gets voted out. Janelle immediately wins HOH. And then, um, Jen, Jen, when they would ha- they have to give the HOH key over to the new winner and Jennifer just like throws it on the ground instead of like handing it to her and that's where it's just it's so petty it's so bye bye bitches it's so <laughs> BB history Perfect. okay I, I have a few questions okay why did they like so I was watching the the you know the pressure cooker competition and they were like Kaser and uh, whoever was in his alliance seems so against James. Why were they so anti-James? It doesn't make a ton of sense. It's James was a little bit of a, from what I remember, was a little bit of a flip-flopper. James and Sarah mm-hmm. were boyfriend-girlfriend. Oh. Howie had nominated them, and then it was just, it was bad, but I think because they caught James, like, maybe slightly playing both sides, but he was more on their side. He was more on I their remember. side. Also, if I also recall, I feel like Maggie or one of them, like, was in Howie's ear being like, yes, oh, James, so. or, or in even Kaser's ear, because when he came back in the house, he was laser focused on getting rid of James. Yes. Like, They're all cool now, it. obviously, like, but, yeah. like, right. it was very right. strange that they were, like, anti-James like and they just felt he was this big like physical threat blah 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 but like getting rid of him then was not the move no it wasn't it was and then it was not. when Janelle like who was Kaser aligned with he was Janelle, with Janelle Howie, Howie Rachel, Rachel and ha- and then also Sarah and James Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm gonna have and to try to were, find the moment where they backdoor Kaser. Oh yeah, absolutely. Six, if you watched it all on Paramount Plus, Jill, you'd have the, the encyclopedia. Okay. Here's wait. My other my other question is more like just macro. Like, why do you think the pressure cooker has never come back? I don't know. We've been. I mean, we've been asking for I, it on yeah. this pod for years. So I think they finally listened. Yeah. I don't know if they're like, oh, we need more exciting stuff. So like, it's a slow burner challenge. I'll tell you why it's back. Why? Because of Frankie Grande's laser that opened up the metaverse. Now they're bringing oh, in things. Uh, they're bringing in things from different seasons. Right. That is true. <laughs> As to why it hasn't been back since, I can't. I can't tell you. I will say, though, we've been saying for years that we want more competitions that have stakes in them. So this is something where you can say like, oh, all right, Cameron, if you take your hand off the buzzer, like I'll I promise not to nominate you for two weeks. You know, like you can. And it's verbal. You have to be saying these things. So that's where I think like that. That's good gameplay. It's good TV. And it actually has consequences. There's a lot of jokes about how this crew is not going to last a long time. No, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure we're going to see a 14 hour. No, but, but I think you could get like a good like five maybe. Right. You know, Jill, I just think if Nick can watch Suits <laughs> of several seasons in just the since Lily last spoke, yeah, seriously. you could watch Big Brother 6. You could bang it out quick. Yeah, maybe yeah, one Jill. day I'll just 
surprise you and be done with it. Yeah, she'll be like, she'll be like, <laughs> she'll just start rattling names off. I'm yes. like, how do you know the name pepperoni for a dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yes. no, I, I'm happy for you guys because as soon as I saw it, like I was a few minutes ahead of you, and I was like, "Wait, I know this is something they like." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do Thank you. Have, you. Wait, I kind of want to throw an intuition in there. Should we make a guess? I have a guess for mm-hmm. who I think is going to win. Okay, who do you think is going to win? I'm my vote this week to win pressure cooker. Next week is Corey. Oh, that's good. He's young. He's got the stamina. Okay. He loves the game. And I feel like he'll just think it's so iconic. Okay. Hmm. Um, Well, if I would say, I think that's a good guess. I also think it could be Matt. Yeah. That Matt was going to be my pick. Yeah. Yeah. True. I I mean, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. I feel like, you know, all right, just standing there with your finger on the button, like, Anybody can do that. And I think he's got strength and stamina. Um, I wonder. So I think those are both good picks. If Blue is still standing, I could see a spry young gal winning that too. That's true. And so a lot of people are saying like they want to see Heisem stay just because they think he'll – they were like he would never leave that freaking box. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> It'd be great. Um, and, so you know, ju- uh, what? Nothing. You, you go ahead. Oh, um, you know, there's. I'm excited that they're bringing back a good challenge because I, I feel as though the challenges this week have been whatever and they're a little too hokey. But one show that has really good challenges right now is the Challenge USA. I've I been can't watching. You're watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's giving older challenge vibes it's not it's not giving yes it's not giving like last season where we didn't know any of these people because they were all like survivor and like you know like no they've got bananas they've got Wes. they have amanda they have unfortunately they have tori um john a um and Corey, and but then they have some interest like they have like michelle who's done the challenges before but and she's from survivor Survivor. um paulie is back um, this is his first time back since War of the Worlds 2. So it's been wow. a really, really long, it's been a long time coming. Um, and his uh absence at all. He yeah, kinda, and I'll get into that. But um, it's been very good. The gameplay is great. The newbies are going after the vets for once. Huh? Like they're actually targeting Yay. them to the point where it was Tori versus John A last week, and John A went home. And Janae has not lost a challenge in like years. So, wow. yeah. So that was interesting. Um, I know we don't have a challenge. And this week, uh, it was Bananas versus Polly, and Polly went home. And oh, here's the really interesting voting system. They do um, one team, the team that wins the daily challenge gets to nominate a guy and a girl. Then, the rest of the house goes and votes anonymously, and it's these these like yellow balls that have people's names on them, and they kind of like get sucked into a thing. Like when you're doing when you used to go to the bank and you would have to do yeah. like they go into those types of things. Yeah. So, so um, then TJ, outside, at, what? 
Like both sides vote on the yes. nominated. Okay. Yes. So they vote on other another like a non like let's say the they have the red team, the blue team, and the green team. And the blue team wins and they nominate Johnny Bananas to go in. And they also nominate Amanda. Then the uh red team and the green team can nominate anybody else that they want that just isn't on the blue team so theoretically like strategically you would say like oh if we really want bananas to go home let's use let's as a team make sure we all vote for a guy because all the votes go into the hopper which is this like big like uh thing that like spins all the balls it's like a lottery system and if TJ pulls out a ball with a guy's name, then the nominated guy faces off. If he uh, pulls out a ball with a girl's name, then the nominated girl face off. If there's no votes, if there's no ball with a girl's name or a guy's name, they're safe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, so um, basically, you know, this week uh, they all wanted bananas to face off with somebody. So there was actually only one vote for a girl. Uh, and Amanda was pissed. She was like, come on. Why, you, why is anybody trying to blah, blah, blah? So anyway, it was Polly. It was uh, it was a really, really cool competition. You'll have to watch it. Um, yeah. But then also Polly was like randomly like uh, said, like was talking to Tori and he was saying that he used to be really aggressive because he was not comfortable with his sexuality and that he uh, feels he's bisexual and you know, growing up, he would be like, oh, I'm kind of into this guy, but then I'm also into this girl. I don't know what that means. And he would suppress that and just take it out by being like really mean and angry all the time. And I got to say, like, even before he gave up that information, like we've been seeing a whole new Polly on the Challenge USA. He's like calmer, happier and just like there to compete and have a good time. He's not there like you know, yelling at people and getting in their face. And um, so, yeah, so he he went home, but like Bananas was like, hey, you did a good job. And he, in his confessional, he was like crying and he's like, Johnny saying I'm a com- good competitor is the first time I've ever felt like a real challenger. Oh, my Aww. God. Yeah. So I am. it's very interesting because he's on this season. Yeah. Tara is on the Challenge All-Stars. So I feel like they're giving them these tests to come back to the main franchise. Yeah, they must be. Because yeah. especially with season 40 coming, like they need Kara on that. So, um, you know, like that, you know, different discussion, but it is, it was cool to see him. I definitely highly recommend watching. If you haven't seen it, you can even start. Well. With, it's, you can even start now, like without yeah, with yeah. the first three. Uh, and, and I don't do that. I don't do that. I learned my lesson last week. I don't do that. I am a completist. I watch. But there's all. only been two episodes, right? Yeah, I'll watch three. all. Been three episodes. Even though you oh, spoiled okay. who went home both times for me, but it's okay. uh, yes, Gary. I um maybe oh, yeah. I'll start this week. We should. You should. It's fun. It's okay. just nice to have Teej back on our TV. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I'm surprised you had time for any other show. No. Well, honestly. So speaking of episodes, I, I babe, just like before we get into this, like let's just keep this to a tight five, Nick. No, <laughs> a tight two. I got ninety seconds. I've got okay, ninety so. seconds to talk about suits. Okay, as we know, I've never heard of the show. Last week, I talked about being like, "Wow, people are talking about suits. Maybe I should watch." Well, that night I started it, 
my goodness i'm now at the end of season two they have like 10 or 11 episodes per season it is so good they just don't make shows like this anymore it's there's like act breaks you feel like you can breathe like you're in you're out you're in you're out like the characters are fun the storylines are absurd and it's also just like you know power dynamics at the workforce in a legal environment the cases are weird Meghan Markle is a great actress. You know, I never even heard of her before until she became a princess. She's good. She's very good. And I will say this, you know, we only hear very uh, divisive things about Meghan. If she was as bad as they say, she her entire cast went to her wedding. There's no way that they would have went to her wedding if they didn't like her and she wasn't a nice person. So, oh yeah, um, they'd really turn up the chance, turn down the chance to go to a royal wedding. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> no, like if she was, no, like the no, fact no, that no, it's the British press that are. Yeah, I don't her. actually think I, she's a bad. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, people think I guarantee we're gonna get a text message from like somebody and be like, oh, listen to your pod. Got to disagree, Megan. Blah blah blah. You know, like just <laughs> like so. Anyway, she's really fun. She plays a paralegal. And as you know, through my Instagram stories, I love playing a paralegal. So I just feel like this show would have been very me had I even knew it existed. Um, It's very fun. I'm all like I've got I uh, logged on to work on Monday and I was like, don't talk to me unless it's about suits. And everybody in my department was like, I was watching it this weekend. Oh, my God. I I will say I I just have to say, let me just. I state for the record, Nick is suits pilling me, and I do feel like I should start watching. Jill, I think you will like it. it it's, oh, I'll it's, love it. I'll love it. There's a really why why I don't understand why my recommendations are never taken. What recommendations? You guys are like you gotta watch The Voice uh, <laughs> and all this stuff, and I jump in with you, and then abandon. And I'm like, watch fucking Jersey Shore, watch Love Island UK. These are the mm-hmm. best shows on television. Yes, I watched. I, okay, I'm in my legal era. I did SVU. I did organized crime. I just wrapped Lincoln Lawyer. Like, it just <laughs> <laughs> right now is in my wheelhouse. That's all. Yeah. That's all it is. And uh, you will find no objections from me, Your Honor. <sighs> yeah, it's- Nick, you would like Lincoln Lawyer next. <laughs> uh, maybe I will. Thanks for the recommendation. I even have a song I sing. I go, Suits, there it is. Suits, there it is. Okay. <laughs> um, and speaking of songs, Jill, who is Addison Ray? Uh, who is no, she? I think today we've been recording for an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, if you want me to start with who is Addison Ray, we're going to transfer that to next week. We'll have a Gen Z corner. Nobody will be talking about her then. Yes, they will. They've been talking about her for years, just like Meghan Markle. You didn't know. That's all. <laughs> I own an Addison Ray blush. Yeah, me, yeah, thank you. Thank is you. Is Addison Ray, was she doing TikTok dances on Jimmy Fallon? Is that her? No, that was yes, that was her. That was her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. she is not Madison Beer. No, they're I don't just because their names sound alike, they're not the same. It just sounds like a, a Hannah Montana type thing. Like sometimes she's Madison Beer, but she's also yeah. Addison Ray. No, Addison Ray is she's you know, she's her- she's it. She's going to be it, and Madison Beer, unfortunately, is never going to be it. There you is, go. But, okay, and then are her fans called Rabies? No, that was a joke. <laughs> but wait, hey. 
I know that she's probably best known for the work that she does on the mattress, but what is it that she does? Is she a TikTok. singer? TikTok. But why is everybody talking about her right now? Because she is coming out with a song with your fave, Charlie XCX. <laughs> like, Nick, when I tell you this unpacks years of gay music like fandom, like I, I'll I'll offline with you about it. All right. Um, well, I'd love to know if the listeners know the difference and who's who. Yeah. And if you can educate me, tweet me, Nick Walsh. Um, oh, and before we go, thank you, everybody, for rating and reviewing our episodes of wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, three miles down the street from the Big Brother house that's about to get pummeled by Hurricane Hillary, I'm Nick. I'm Praz. And I'm Jill. You are worthy and you are pure gold. Good night. <laughs>